it's great to have you with us from wherever you're tuning in from. For more information about Elevate Church or to contact us, head to our website elevatechurch.me and take us wherever you go by downloading our Elevate Church AU app. We hope this message inspires and helps you to take your next steps in your journey. New series today, people. Battle ready. Yeah. So before we get into that, just a shout out to those of you joining us via our podcast around the world. Great to have you here. We're approaching 40,000 uh, downloads of that, which is pretty cool. In February, uh, we had a bit of movement in our top 10 countries. Uh, we had a couple of new entrants and we had a change at the top. Normally, number one country is an is a arm wrestle between Australia and uh, the US, but we had a new one. So let me just, uh, heads up. We had Mexico join us for the, in the top 10 for the first time at number nine. So uh, benvenidos to those of you joining us from Mexico. Great to have you here, or uh, muy bien to have you here. Uh, number seven, Finland. Now, let me impress you with my uh, finish. I have nothing. Uh, number five uh, is Brazil, which uh, obligado to have you here. We're thankful that you're here. And the new number one is one of my, one of our favorite countries to visit when we were allowed to visit, and that is our uh, good neighbors, Singapore. So uh, great to have you uh, here. I listen to uh, Class 95, which is Singapore's number one. Listen to English radio station. I listen to that in the mornings. And I learned this week that the... That the um, the Singaporean government had uh, launched a number of years ago the uh, long-range goal to have their uh, soccer team, football team, qualify for the um, 2024 World Cup. That didn't happen, and so they've rebooted their goals, and they now have set their sights on the 2034 World Cup. So uh, we've been there, haven't we? And we made it, so good luck, the Singapore Lions. This is a series we've called Battle Ready. Now, we just finished a couple of weeks ago a series called Chasing Purpose. And one of our goals in the series Chasing Purpose was to demystify this idea of God's will being this kind of elusive thing that He kind of dangles in front of us that we can't really see or if we do get to see a glimpse of it, we'll, we'll never get there. Um, and one of the goals of this series, Battle Ready, is actually also to demystify uh, what it means to, to be in this spiritual warfare, this spiritual fight. Because again, this is another thing. When you start talking about spiritual warfare, you know, things can get very weird very quickly. Um, people can get, oh my God, what? You know, I chose this Sunday to come to church for the first time. Oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Um, we're just trying to like demystify and actually help us be set up to claim the victory in our lives that Jesus has already won for us. Now, I was gonna call today's message, who's your enemy and what does he do? But I realized it's only a select few of aged up individuals, it's true, myself included, who would have actually understood that reference. Who understood that reference? Rodney, be honest, good boy. Yeah, all right, see, yep. I set the bar at around 45 and upwards. Any, who, who, who got that in his under 45? Pelican, you? Okay, all right, okay. Then the rest of you, don't worry. I mean, it's, it is a classic moment of cinematic history, but that's okay. Live in your ignorance. 
Oh, it's kindergarten cop, spoiler. Uh, who's your daddy and what does he do? Instead of calling it who's your daddy, I'm just calling it who's picking the fight. That if we are in a battle, if there is this, this war going on, who's actually picking the fight? And the spoiler is, it's the devil. So what I wanna do today in the time we have, and I might even go under time, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know, sad but true. Only because I'm teaching, not preaching. People say, what's the difference? Here's the difference. About 40 decibels and about 20 minutes. So this is, what, this is what's gonna happen today. It's gonna be softer and shorter because I'm teaching. The enemy 101, if you like, is gonna be our deal today because as those of uh, us in the armed forces uh, will tell you, if you had bothered to ask them, uh, that before you go into battle, before, in fact, before you even start to put together a battle plan, it's important to understand who it is you're fighting and what their tactics are and to then put together a strategy and then to ultimately, obviously, execute that strategy to defeat them in battle. So I wanna talk about the enemy. I wanna talk about who he is, where he came from, and what his objectives are in our lives. Before I do though, let me insert a caveat. Not everything that's chaotic and calamitous in and around your life is caused by the devil. In fact, if you, for some people, they use the devil as a sort of like deflection of personal responsibility. Oh, the devil made me do it. No, actually he didn't. You were just an idiot, okay? Face it, some of the things that are chaotic and calamitous in our lives are the result, some of them, of our dumb decisions. Some of them are the result of other people's dumb decisions that affect us. Having said that, this is what I wanna underline. Whether the devil causes the chaos and calamity or not, whether he causes it, he still applauds it because his end game is the same. So he causes some of the chaos and calamity, he doesn't cause it all, but all of it, he's for. He's into it, he's applauding it. Straight out of the gate, let me tell you this, biggest idea that we need to know about the enemy is that he is a liar. Not that he lies, though he does, but. Lying isn't what he does, a liar is who he is. It's actually the only thing he's capable of speaking. Is like he's actually incapable of telling the truth. And one of the biggest lies that he's actually been able to put across to the world that we live in today is that he doesn't exist. Which if I was a devil, I'd wanna convince people that I didn't exist because the defenses would come down so low that everybody instantly is an easy target. Even I know some Jesus followers who don't believe that the devil exists. And I'm like, well, Jesus did, so you know, I'm gonna go with his perspective and experience. But if you don't know that the devil exists, if you deny his reality, and by the way, just read the newspaper for a week and come back and tell me that you still think that the devil doesn't exist, but anyway. It makes you an easy target. So what I wanna do is I wanna take a deep dive today into the origin story of our enemy, okay? Starting with the truth that he was created by God as an angel. So he was a created 
angel created before humanity. Okay, all angels were created by God. They didn't just magically appear out of some soap suds. They were created by God. And uh, he was one of them. And he was actually given the name Lucifer, all right, which as part of the origin story was a great name to have because it meant light bringer. Well, me, today, it means light bringer. He was called Lucifer, light bringer, and he was given the, the job or the responsibility of being a high-ranking worship leader amongst the whole army of angels. So, so his, his uh, role in heaven as the light bringer was to, and by the way, this is how worship leaders, uh, this is their role today in church settings, is it's to get people's attention themselves, and then to focus that attention, to direct that attention towards God and His glory. So that was Lucifer's role. Get the angel's attention, hey! And direct that attention towards God and shine the light on God. However, something happened. So uh, if you want to maybe switch from Instagram and open your uh, Bible app this morning, uh, drop into Isaiah chapter 14. Now, Isaiah and this book that was written about things that he said and so on, he was a prophet. Now, a prophet's like a a Bible word for somebody that speaks sort of on God's behalf, you know, like sort of like God's messenger or God's kind of uh, mouthpiece. And so Isaiah was one of these. So when Isaiah spoke, it was this idea that God was speaking through him. And one of the fascinating things to me about what Isaiah spoke is actually some of what Isaiah spoke about was in the future. Isaiah uh, predicted, or God spoke through him to predict Jesus coming in incredible detail 700 years before Jesus actually came to earth. Some of what Isaiah or God spoke through Isaiah was, was to do with current events at the time and some of what God spoke through Isaiah was re- recalling things that had happened in the past. And this is one of those historical things that had happened that God spoke through Isaiah and said this, what a come down this, O Babylon, day star, son of dawn, Lucifer, light bringer, <laughs> flat on your face in the underworld mud, you famous for flattering nations. Well, you said to yourself, <laughs> I'll climb to heaven. I'll set my throne over the stars of God. I'll run the assembly of angels that meets on sacred Mount Zaphon. I'll climb to the top of the clouds. I'll take over as king of the universe. But you didn't make it, did you? No, instead of climbing up, you came down, down with the underground dead, down to the abbots of the pit. Lucifer, the light bringer, the high-ranking worship leader over the angels in heaven, decided he wanted the top job. He decided he was gonna actually try and leapfrog God and set himself up as the new king of the universe. And here's the thing about God. God's not posting that position vacant. You won't find that on seek.com. Position open, king of the universe. No, Lucifer wanted it, God wasn't given it, and so instead of giving it over to Lucifer, God cast Lucifer out of heaven. And this right here, this remains the essence of the spiritual battle that we live in today. 
the essence of the spiritual battle, what, what, what the devil is still trying to do is he's trying to, instead of focus us on God, which used to be his job, is to focus us on anything and everything that will take our focus away from God. Focus on things that don't matter. Focus on things that will destroy us. Focus on things that will uh, captivate us and take up our time and our energies and our efforts, but will actually add no value to our lives or the lives of other people or see God's kingdom extended. This is the battle. Who will you worship? Who or what will you focus on? That's the battle today as it was back then. And by the way, a third of the angels actually decided that they were gonna go with Lucifer. So they abandoned heaven. So we have Lucifer and a third of the angels, all of whom were previously in heaven. That's who makes up the demonic realm that exists in the earth today, okay? That's the origin story. Pretty good, huh? Three years of Bible college, you got it in three minutes. I mean, come on, man. In Norse mythology, there is a place and a series of events called Ranyarok. And if you're a Marvel Cinematic Universe buff and you like a bit of Thor, you would have heard that because that was the movie that people actually started to like Thor. Uh, put up with the first two and liked him in Ranyarok. Ranyarok in Norse mythology is a place and events where gods went to to battle it out for ultimate supremacy. And the last god standing became the sort of the, the god of the universe, the, this is not what happened here. God is not in the middle of some intergalactic battle between him and the devil and everyone standing back wondering who's gonna win. No, absolutely not. In fact, we sing a song here uh, currently in our, in our rotation called My Testimony. And the opening line of the song My Testimony starts with this. I saw Satan fall like lightning. And you've all sung it. And I don't know if you've understood when you've sung it as to what that actually means. It actually plays back to something that Jesus said. And it was recorded by Luke in uh, chapter 10. Uh, <laughs> the demons were running amok. And Jesus says, Oi, stop that, on your way. And his closest 12 followers went, Wait, what just happened? And they said to Jesus, you, you can even command the demons what to do? And Jesus says, yeah, because uh, when I was in heaven, I was there when they got kicked out. Uh, my dad, he didn't appreciate what they were doing, and so he, like a bolt of lightning. I know, I saw Satan fall like a bolt of lightning out of the sky. Now we are five minutes into a three week series and I hope that you're already encouraged by this fact. The fact that God has already won and it wasn't an arm wrestle, it wasn't drawn out, it wasn't a cliffhanger. I mean, you, you wouldn't even make a movie about this. It's like, bolt of lightning, roll the credits. Well, that was a bit underwhelming. So that's, that's, that's who we're fighting. We're fighting a defeated enemy who was defeated like a bolt of lightning, done. So why are we still fighting? Well, I'll come back to that. Now the chronology of events, this is, uh, the devil turns up on the earth for the first time 
around the time of creation. You'll read about this in Genesis chapter three. But he didn't turn up when nature was created. He didn't turn up when animals and critters were created. He waited until humanity had been created to insert himself into the story. And the reason for that is that humanity is the only thing, I mean, the, the, the landscape reflects the goodness and glory of God, absolutely. And the, watch a David Attenborough documentary and you soon discover that, that critters can reflect some incredible creation of God. But humanity is the only thing that God created that was intended to actually directly reflect the image and likeness of God. In other words, God had now created the very thing that Lucifer wanted to be in the first place, like God. And he felt threatened by that, and so he tried to head that off at the pass. The serpent, Lucifer, was clever. Yep, give him that, to a point. More clever than any wild animal God had made, and he spoke to the woman. Don't blame the woman. Do I understand that God... Do I, do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, oh, no, not at all. We can eat from the trees in the garden. It's only about the tree in the middle of the garden that God said don't eat from it. Oh, don't even touch it or you'll die. Which, by the way, just listen to that. Just, you know, it'll, you'll die. So just, you know. Well, the serpent told the woman, oh, come on now. You won't die. I mean, God knows that the moment you eat from that tree, you'll see what's really going on. I mean, you'll be just like God, knowing everything ranging all the way from good to evil. Well, when the woman saw that, the tree looked like good eating and realized what she'd get out of it and she'd know everything. She took and ate the fruit and then gave some to her husband and he ate and immediately the two of them did see what's really going on that they'd been lied to by the one who can only lie. They saw themselves naked. They sewed fig leaves together and as makeshift clothes for themselves. Did you notice that the tactic of the devil in this was words? Angels, one of their most common jobs was to deliver messages so it's no big surprise to find that the devil uses words but they're not words of truth they're not words of life they are words instead that are designed to kill to steal to destroy to kill off dreams to kill off destiny to drive a wedge in between your relationship and my relationship with God to destroy futures, to destroy marriages, to destroy businesses and finances, to steal health, mental health, physical health. The devil is just chipping away at all times using words. It's almost always a turf war. And this is the real estate between our ears and in our hearts. That if the devil can get us to start believing his lies are actually true, it actually starts to change and alter the course of our future. You're not good enough. Oh, come on now. Who do, who, do you, who do you think you are? I mean, you grew up in High Wycombe. 
figured the only appropriate subject to pick on was mine. I mean, come on, you came from a broken home. You really, you seriously think you can launch your own business? Come on now. Oh, I mean, you've been carrying around financial debt for so long, there is no way you're ever gonna get out of debt. You don't even know how to handle money, do you? And you certainly could never learn. Oh, having some marriage difficulties, are we? Well, of course you are. Your parents got divorced when you were still in primary school, so it was only a matter of time before it was gonna happen to you. That they're all lies. And they actually have no bearing on our life until we start believing them to be true. Our response, Paul laid it out for us. Paul, one of the heavyweights of the early church, he wrote to a church in a place called Ephesus, which is in modern day Turkey, the place you can still visit today. He wrote a letter to that church and he said to them, finally, finally meaning I've already told you a bunch of good stuff, instruction, by the way, you can read it for yourselves in chapter six. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty, not, not be strong in your own strength, not be strong in how clever you think you are. I mean, bring those to the table, absolutely, but you've, we've got access to something more powerful than our own strength, smarter than our own smarts. Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. And let me say this, God doesn't give us the power in advance of a circumstance we haven't faced yet. Because why would He? It will be waste of resources. And here's the thing, that being true, here's why when you and I come against a new challenge, a new battle, that's why we say to ourselves, I don't think I could handle this. I've never done this before. And God says, I know, dummy, and I haven't given you the strength for this before, but here's the good news. I'm gonna give you the strength for that now because it's not until now that you've actually needed it. Now, we don't have to take it, but I recommend you do. So did Paul. Put on, and here's, here's some of the stuff that God gives us, some of the weaponry, some of the armory, some of the, anyway, the, the, the soldier on the front row is actually falling asleep. Put on the full, not just a little bit, put on the full armor of God. I've given it all to you. Don't just take a chunk or two, a piece or two, one item thinking that's enough. In fact, take it all. Why wouldn't you take it all? It's all available. It's all free. It's all there. So here's what it looks like. The full armor of God. Why? Well, first of all, so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. Uh-huh. Okay. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. If this is true, if this, if this depiction of who and what we're fighting against, like the real enemy, if that's true, this would hopefully be a light bulb moment for us. A sense of, oh, now I understand why I don't understand <laughs> some of the stuff I come up against. Now I understand why I can't fully explain every battle that comes my way. So God's given us the full armor. 
he wants us to put it on. What is the full armor, you ask? Well, I'm going to teach on that next week. <laughs> but I want to finish with something that John wrote. John was one of Jesus' hand-picked 12, and he was sort of like the favorite, or at least he said he was, so I kind of have to... Hopefully, he was telling the truth. It doesn't really matter either way. One of Jesus' chosen 12, and this is something that he wrote. I just want to land on this because uh, this, is, this is so good. And it's not good news. It's actually pretty flippant, spectacular news. You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them, the enemy, the demons, the forces, demonic forces of this world, because the one in you is greater than the one who is in this world. The one who is in you is greater than the one who is in this world. The one who is in you is the one that cast Lucifer out of heaven in a, in a flash of lightning. The one who is in you has already won. And uh, something that we say quite regularly is that when we go into a battle, when we, when we battle the enemy, we don't actually fight for victory because the victory has already been won. We don't fight for victory, we fight from victory. However, you would be forgiven if you've ever scratched your head and then thought, well, that if we've already got the victory, then doesn't that, surely that means I don't have to fight at all, which is fair enough. Uh, but here's the distinction. Whilst we have the victory and we fight from victory, the devil wants to actually tell you that that's not true, that you don't have the victory, that you'll never have the victory. And so what we fight for when we fight from victory is we fight to claim that victory in our daily lives, in our mental health, in our relationships, in our workplace, in our finances. We, we fight to claim that and to ensure that we live, that our true north is God's truth and not the devil's lies. And see that turn things around in our lives. Now, next week I'm gonna teach on the armor of God, like I said. Uh, we, get, I, I get the, we get the privilege of showing you a slice of uh, one of our team, Frank Davey, a slice of his story, how he went to war against cancer in his life and I've had the privilege of uh, watching it already and it's oh, powerful. So we're gonna actually show that here in our live experience and then also in our online experience, we'll show that as well. Um, and today in our online experience, which is 5 p.m., uh, we're actually going to show um, a slice of Andrew's uh, plumper twin brother. Uh, <laughs> where. <laughs> of his battle with cancer and how, and, and how he, was, he fought to overcome that. So if you haven't seen that, the reason we didn't show it here today is we have shown it before and Andrew assures me the camera puts on 20 pounds. Um, I, I assured him it wasn't the camera, but anyway, uh, he's since fixed that. Um, <laughs> but it's gonna be on our, on our online experience today and we're also gonna put that as a standalone video on our um, YouTube and Vimeo uh, channels as well. But just, you know, just get a glimpse of, of, of people who have actually believed this to be true, that whatever the diagnosis is, you got fired from your job. You, your bank account went to zero before your next paycheck came in. You had a marriage break up. You had kids 
break off their relationship. You had health, whatever, that, that people who have believed that the one who was in them is greater than he was in the world. So Andrew's gonna be on uh, this afternoon and then Frank next week. So I encourage you to be here for that. I encourage you to bring somebody. Uh, Louis is gonna tell you in a moment, every week, both for our, lo- our uh, Rivervale Hub and our online hub, we want you to actually let us know if we can actually pray for you for anything. The idea that God brings his church together so that when we fight, we actually, fighting is a team sport, not an individual sport. And you might think, well, I don't have the faith for this. Great, we'll join our faith with yours. So you can put that through our app. Sorry, I'm doing your job for you. Uh, she's got boots on, so I'm gonna stand over here. And do, uh, if uh, we wanna pray for you next week, Kaylee, spoiler, uh, our prayer team, if uh, you don't give, well, we'll figure something out. We actually will pray for you physically as well uh, in any of the battles that you might be going through. And there's a real sense of, uh, for this message series that we actually, as I said at the beginning, setting you up to claim the victory that Jesus has already won. So we're gonna go on a journey. We're going on a journey together as a church, team sport, um, whatever you need. We'll stand with you, journey with you. And... Um, not just be battle ready, but win the battle. We really hope you got a lot out of this message. If you live in the Perth area, we'd love you to join us for one of our live experiences. For times and directions, as well as information about our great Elevate Kids and Elevate Youth environments, head to our website, elevatechurch.me. And to partner with us to reach more people by giving financially, head to our website, elevatechurch.me, and also download our Elevate Church AU app.